The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. It's the Married at First Sight edition. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. It's the one and only Teresa right there. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? No funny opening? What's going on? (laughs) Well, brace yourself, Teresa. Okay. Look, guys, I'm happy I could wrangle Teresa away from her phone long enough to get her to sit down and strapped in and mic'd up because... After that, after that scene, all it took was one scene with with Clinton, Hank the dog, and she was locked into PetFinder.com pretty much the rest of the episode. I love going on PetFinder. <laughs> Guys, as far as I, I'm concerned, as far as I know, we will be picking up Walrus the dog in about two days at a PetSmart near us. No, I didn't like the way they're going to do it. Um, what do you you need to put our names down on the sheet now if you want Wal- Walrus the dog. It's like a raffle for Walrus? No, it's like a raffle for... I think you have to put your name down and then you show up. And based on if you're fifth on the list, then you can pick your pet. Oh. I guess. This is like how they do whiskey raffles. It's like, well, we'll draw a name and then the first person can well, choose I don't, their I don't bottle. know. Or it's like if five people want Walrus the dog... And you show up second, but the first person doesn't show up. Like, I don't know. You're, you're getting Brenda. You'll be stuck with Brenda. <laughs> not a well, fan. Not, I would love bad. to get that dog. He, he is such a baby. Walrus, what a, what a hot commodity. If people He's are black lying. on top and white at the bottom. Newspaper. What? No, black and white and red all over. Yes. Newspaper. Yeah, people are camping out outside PetSmart for Walrus. Uh, what, a, what a swell dog. Such a swell dog. Yeah. So are you saying we can go? No. No, no, no. <laughs> One day. We, no, want, we don't want a, a prime specimen like walrus. We want a banged up dog. Give us a dog <laughs> with a missing ear or a limp. We don't, the walrus, he's going to be off doing photo shoots, jet setting around the world. You'll find him in, in I don't know, blue buffalo commercials. <laughs> We can't deal with that. We need to be the most famous ones in the family, Teresa, not Walrus. He was a banged up dog. I'm down to get a special needs dog, but it's just will need us a little more. Huh? A special needs dog will need us oh. a little more. Yes. Okay. Got it. All right. Enough dog talk for now. We will talk more about dogs when we get to Hank. That's for sure. But until then, guys, we're on Instagram. Follow us there at Married to Reality Pod. It's a good time. We do a little meme action once in a while. We update you with scheduling and bonus episodes and news. And most importantly, you guys message us and we get in chat. We can chat with you there. Yeah, we chat there. We chat on the Patreon. Chat on the Patreon, patreon.com slash Married to Reality. Join us over there for A Love in Paradise, which is a fantastic season. 
Yeah, or chat with us on both platforms. Some of you do, guys. Some of you guys do, it. and it's hard for me to keep track. I'm like, where did our, where did the one conversation end and the next one pick up? It's very true. It's very true. I'm trying to keep up with all of it. I get it, though. And, and no shame if you guys are doing it. We, we just love the messages. Oh, absolutely. Regardless of where they're coming from. But I get it because we have certain shows we're covering on Patreon. And so if you're messaging, messaging us about Love and Paradise or Seeking Brother Husband, I get that you're doing it on Patreon. Yeah. And then if you're talking free feed stuff, I get that it's on Instagram. So you guys do you. We're going to respond. You do you guys. Therese is going to respond no matter where you message us. Absolutely. Right. Instagram, Patreon. Also, just make sure you're following the podcast. Right here, the one you're listening to. It's so easy to do. You look down, you smash that follow button. Guys, smash like it as hot as the bromance between Clint and Hank the dog. All right. Was, Am I right? It's sweet. It's heartwarming. It is. It's going to be very, at least they live in the same building because when they say no on decision day, spoiler alert, at least they'll be able to. You think they'll say no? Yes. yes. At least he'll be able to enough. see good old Hank in the elevator. Or maybe they have um they're gonna have a shared custody. They will have shared custody. Yeah. So we'll we'll stay tuned for that. But yeah, smash like it's as hot as that bromance. It's very hot. It's what every man wants. It's man's best friend. If you can't get a wife, get a get a dog. All I want is a dog that's just sticking his head out of my car. Although yeah. it has to be careful because I keep it very clean. You sure do. All right. So <laughs> you're following, you're joining, all that good stuff. And last but not least, if you haven't left a review, if you could leave us a review, please. We love the five-star reviews. And if you write something, we'll read it on the 90-day podcast. So That's for sure. That's something to look forward to if you, if you write something with a five-star review. So thank you in advance. If you're going to leave one, thank you. If you have left one, we love the love. We love the love. We love love. All right. Enough housekeeping. Are we ready to dive in? Let's do it. Married at First Sight, Season 16, Episode 18. We are getting very close to the end here. How many? I think there is one more app and then there is D-Day. I think you got that right. I think one more app. And I looked and I, I meant to look again before we started recording. So don't quote me on this. But when I looked a few days ago, it said the episode is at... 7 p.m. Eastern time instead of 8. And then I think at the 8 or the 8.30 slot is old couples talking about the current season. Uh, They always do that. I know, but they usually do it in place of an episode. Yeah. Now it seems like they're doing it in addition to an episode. 7 p.m., guys, we got life. Don't, don't, (laughs) lifetime, don't mark my word, but I think it might be. Uh, okay. You guys can look for yourselves. All right. Oh, look, let us know. Look for yourselves and let us know. Please. <laughs> All right. Let's start with Nicole and Chris because yes. we've left the retreat. We are back in Nashville. Guys, I know I, and I said it many times, I don't like Chris. I think he's a little phony, but there was a part of me that I slightly took his side thinking, all right, the cameras are on him and he is a nice dude. Maybe he's just, he screwed himself by telling us how nice he is. If he didn't go on and on and on about, oh, I'm a good guy, blah, 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 blah. And he was just doing this. I would be like, well, you, you kind of know what you want. You're nice enough, but you're not like the nice per- nicest person out there, right? I would still, you're giving him too much credit. No, with, no, no, with no. The whole dog gate no, and least gate. Okay. All right. Don't interrupt. I'm excited. Don't interrupt my line of thought. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. 
But now I'm like, oh, fuck no, you are a moron. Oh, wait, I thought you were coming around to him. No. Because, see, because I actually wrote something nice about him. Oh, I was just summarizing how I felt about him. But on this episode, you know what it maybe is? Maybe he he dated girls who were always like above him, who always like he was the one who had to work so hard for the relationship, right? Mm-hmm. And now he has Nicole and she is into him. She wants to be with him. Yeah. She tells him, she shows him. So now he's like, you know what? Maybe I have the upper hand now. This so is what I let's said. Get, what you, are you listening let's to get the, rid of the pineapple. Are you listening to the Married to Reality podcast? What do you uh, like? I sure this, do. This is what I said last week. I said, finally, I said, finally, he's got some confidence. Oh, you did, you did. He's got some confidence. Maybe now he's going to spread his wings and fly. Well, yes, I, I wouldn't go that far. I don't think he's going to fly. I just think he got some balls. See, and this is good, though. This is where I thought you were going. I thought you were going to be like, I disagree with a lot of things no. he does. He is an idiot. But removing the safe word from the vocabulary, I agree with. I think it's so non-confrontational and so childlike to have this safe word that when things get tough, instead of addressing our issues, I just say pineapple. I do too. But then getting rid of all the pineapples, come on, dude. Let her have some pineapples around. (laughs) That was dumb. Well, here's the other nice thing I'll say about him. He allowed the pineapples in the first place. So I thought it was going to be the classic, I'm not wearing that shirt. I'm not getting rid of my dogs and I'm not allowing those pineapples in this place. But he allowed the pineapples at least for a little bit. Well, it's almost like you probably held it in for a while to tell her how he feels. Meanwhile, he he's not like the fashionista or the interior designer. So really, you're bothered by pineapples? It's a little much. Listen, I agree. But in a way, it's like, you don't live there full time. Like, let That's her have point. it for free two freaking months. Like, you guys decorated it poorly anyways. She has weird dinos everywhere. I'm a big, big dinos, dinosaur fan. We have dinos in the apartment, but... They're tasteful they're dinos. Tasteful dinos. They're very tasteful, okay? You got, you got to look for them. And they're approved by the two of us. I don't just put dinos up and be like, hey, John, deal with my dinos. And... This could be a little bit of the reason that Chris is pumping the brakes on signing a lease together. He's going to feel like he has no say over his own home. But he won't because she's like, you know what? That's fine. Like, I'm, I know. you say it, they're compromising. So at the end of the day, this wasn't that bad. But it all comes back to if Chris didn't open this whole show by saying, I'm the good guy. Good guys always finish last. I'm too good. I'm too nice. I wouldn't really be giving him this much shit. I would just be like, well, dude, like the dogs really uh, a little shellfish. Am I right? But in the See, way. But I would. I would. You're, you're giving But him, not as much. No. Not as much. No, just as much. Just really? As much. I'm I not going to wear this shirt. I'm not going to dress up as a dinosaur for breakfast. I'm not going to tell you where we're going to live in a week. I'm not going to let you have your dogs in the apartment. Well, he did a lot of shitty stuff. So the dogs, absolutely horrible. Horrible. The rest of the things. That just means he's boring. I know. You can't you can really give him that much shit for being boring. Well, that's who you are. The dogs, that's shitty. That's selfish. That really, the I was really mad at him. The thing is incredibly selfish. So the least thing, I think he's just afraid. But that's to lead someone on and be like, who knows where you're going to live in a week? Who knows where we're going to live in a month? That's so selfish. It is. But again, 
if he didn't portray himself as the nicest person out there, then I would just be like, well, he's a normal dude, maybe a little selfish, right? Yeah. Maybe he doesn't know what he wants fully. Yeah. I don't need the juxtaposition to know he's a sh- to know he's kind of an ass. Well, I agree to disagree, Jonathan. That's what what we do on the spot, am right, I right? Well, let, let's move on and see if we agree or disagree on this. Chris's brother, life coach Brandon. Who are you coaching wearing that gold chain, Brandon? I don't know what was golden if his hair or his teeth, to be honest. His oh, his teeth golden. Yeah, like Ugh. his hair. It was the same shade. And then his chain. I think he's trying to replace DP or PC because he's like, okay, I'm a life coach. My brother is screwed up. He's on this show. Let me let me find my way in and potentially maybe join the team as a as a life coach. Uh, maybe. It's, Speaking of, it's a possibility. I I don't know what life coaches do. What do they do? I don't know. I actually found his LinkedIn page. He owns his own life coaching business. I think it's like athlete focused, actually. Okay. He, I don't know. Um, what do you, gives like, pet why talks, would, gives, why, gives locker room talks every once in a while. So what's the difference between me seeing a psychologist and me seeing a life coach? Neither can know. prescribe drugs. So that's already like. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I found it and now I'm not going to be able to find it. Um, let's do it really quickly. Chris Nashville Maths. Just so we'll get to the bottom of this. We know you guys like answers. I need his last name, though. Chris. Chris, good guy. Chris, good guy. Mm, I don't know if I'm going to be able to find it. Oh, found it. Chris Thielk. Okay. Oh, boy. We are putting it out there. Well, it's on the internet. Um, And then what's his brother's name? Brandon? Yeah. Brandon Thielk. And then we do... Guys, this is happening as we speak. This is live. Okay. Performance and executive coach. Okay. Okay. In Nashville, I provide professional coaching services designed to bring forth your highest potential by teaching... Hold on. I don't think his English is very good. By teaching skills (laughs) and strategies to navigate your daily life. Okay, no. We're able to optimize your mindset and achieve emotional balance so that you can make steady progress with ease no matter what the goal. Clients range from athletes, college professional, business professionals, entrepreneurs and corporate, as well as mentorship for teens, watch out, Shaq, and young adults. So, so it's bottom line is it's called lightning performance. He's been doing it for about seven years. He's the only person in this business. Now he's got one employee. I still don't know what he does though. His like bro- what, his brother, what do you do? His brother is the other employee. He is Nathan, uh, not, not Chris. Um, I don't know what he does. I don't know what he them? does. He optimizes your potential. Yeah, Teresa. what 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 is that? I don't know. I think he's never had a real job. At least not on LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you need to optimize your potential, that's on you. Like you need no, to. No, you could get inspired by someone. You could learn. You get learn think tools. This dude is gonna inspire me. No, but but I think uh, that, exactly. I think someone else. Just watch it. TED Talks probably cheaper too. That's very true. Love all those love TED Talks. All those gurus now on on YouTube and social media. Uh, the, yeah, so easy to attain. That sort of knowledge and encouragement. Yeah. That, Guys, know. if any of you is a life coach, let us know because I'm not shitting on it. I just don't understand it. Coach us. Tell us what it's about. Literally, like explain. I would love to know what do you do with your clients? Like what? why why do people reach out to you? Yeah. My guess would be, and, and again, speaking out of school here, I don't know, have zero information to back this up. I imagine it's people who have a little extra cash. 
I don't think someone who's on their last dollar is like, let me get a life coach. <laughs> or maybe they think they can be put on the right path. You might be right. But for me, that's something I would look at it as professional development. And that's and I what would, it is. I would, but I would search for, let's say, someone within the path I want to get on. I was going to say, I think it's like a paid mentor. Like Shaq's doing it for free. For his students. I think maybe Brandon, you, you break him off a little bit and he mentors you. I think that's probably what it is. Yeah. We don't know. Call in. Call in. Here's I what mean, we do know. Call in. They're looking at vintage cars. They're talking about Nicole. I do like that. You like the vintage cars? I do like the vintage okay. I would love to drive one. Okay. I would love that. Sometimes once in a while when you see it on the road, I think it's very cool. Nice. All right. So they're talking. Talking to Cole, Chris says, things are going well. Couple bumps in the road. Shout out to car <laughs> metaphors. Um, they get to the topic of decision day. And Chris brings up how I try to envision my life with Nicole. I, I wonder, can I picture myself with her? And he doesn't answer that question. He doesn't say whether he can or he can't. But he does say it would be heartbreaking if it didn't work out. Yeah, I almost feel like he is going to say yes, but there is still a small part of him that is afraid that Nicole might say no. She's There's not a chance she's going to say no. There is not, but it, honestly, with her being a little irrational at times, imagine they get into a huge fight the night before. She would probably say no. I don't know. She's been, and this is not good, and, and I'm not advocating for this type of behavior, she's let guys walk all over her. In the past and still gone back for more, right? She said, oh, guys burned me with their cigarettes. She's still gone back. Yeah. I don't think there's much Chris could do that would push her away. I think she's going to be a solid yes on decision day. Ball's in his court. Absolutely. I think so too. But yet you still, there is still the but. Something can happen, right? This mm -hmm. is not 100%. I'm sure they talk about it, but it's never 100 until they get there. It, for me, it's 100 for her. It's 50-50. I would say it's 50-50 for Chris. No, I think it's like 90-10. He cannot, <sighs> listen, he's been heartbroken. He was in a relationship that he banked twice within 18 months. Mm -hmm. like, and th there is someone now who adores him, who's there for him, who loves him, and he gains some... Res not respect, some balls. Cannot okay. find a better word. All right. He cannot do any better than her. Doesn't mean he doesn't think he can. No, I, I, I think all he wanted was someone that can be there for him, that can, I don't want to say stand him because I don't know him that well, but anyway, stand him because what he described about his past relationship was horrible. It seemed like the people didn't want to be with him, right? Okay. Okay, let's see. New day. Shout out to the way Nicole has the phone. No, it's it's dumb. Oh, Why I, don't you call? They were doing a FaceTime. Why don't you call your dad from your freaking MacBook? See, I think she initially tried to. I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt here. I think she tried to. That's why her laptop was there and open, but then it wasn't connecting. Come on. How many times have we tried to FaceTime my parents and like something doesn't connect? The iPad Always connect. Eh, it always connects. For the sake of my story. Our problem is that... For the that sake of my story. Let, let me go with this. 
No, I'm wrong because it always connects. You the think only so? the only issue is that we both use that laptop and both of our phones are weirdly connected to it. Yeah, so we just never know which phone is gonna pick it up. All right, well I feel like some weird things happen. It doesn't always work. It's not always smooth. I thought it was pretty ingenious the way she wedged it in there to hold it as a phone hold as a cell phone holder. It was, but I also thought it was dumb. Take away the fact that she could have FaceTimed on the laptop because I have to believe that's why the laptop was there and she couldn't make it happen. So she goes, next best thing, phone propped on the laptop. I mean, yes and no, because she is covering the microphone that's at the bottom of the phone. Fair enough. So you don't know how to really do it. Fair enough. So, all right. Anyways, she's FaceTiming her dad, Mark, and... Father Mark dresses like Chris. I don't know if you guys picked up on this, but he's wearing those tank tops too now. Yeah, he's a beach dude. And lower the camera, Mark. Are you wearing a bathing suit? <laughs> Let's see what you're Doesn't wearing Doesn't he live there. in our home state? Does he live in Florida? I think so. I think he does live in Florida. He does, but he's like, you know what, Chris, not bad. Not a serial killer. He seems to be stable, emotionally stable. I like him. Then Nicole, Seal of approval. Then Nicole brings up the living situation, though, and obviously doesn't like how he's going about it, how chill he is about it. She wants a plan. If nothing else, she wants a plan. And I think that's where Mark does take Nicole's side. And I like what he said when he's like, if you're going to do something, do it. 99% committed is 100% non-committed. And I was like, I'm writing that down. And I did write true. that down. And I just read it to you guys. But I, it's so true. And that's but, that's my point is that's it's I'm not going to use the word evil, but it's it's shitty. Yes, but hear me out here. Just going to play a little devil's advocate, right? I'm listening. They're married. I get it. But they're still getting to know each other. They have 59 dogs, right? When you and I were talking about moving in together, I was kind of like, I'm ready. I've never lived with anyone. But sure, I spend way too much time with you here while paying for my own place, right? Mm-hmm. You were a little hesitant. And I don't know, maybe it was coming from a place of like, I've lived with a girl before, let me take our time. But this is, guys, like a year and a half into dating, right? So mm-hmm. it was, we spent good amount of time together. We weren't rushing. But you still, yeah, you were like, yes, like, let's discuss, let's think about it. And we were doing this thinking and talking about looking at places for like four months before yeah. we like settled on something. Because we moved into my apartment, which was the size of a children's shoebox. Didn't we love it? We ended up loving it. But that's what are you talking r- about? I was there before we. I moved in officially. I lived there six out of seven days. Without your stuff. You brought the clothes on your back. That was it. So True. to move two people into basically a studio apartment. It, yes. What's it was, a one bedroom? It was it was a studio apartment parading around street easy as a one bedroom so they could charge more money. It had it had the door. It did have a door. But that was the hesitation was logistically how do you get two people in? And then on top of that, fortunately, we have a good relationship. We don't need space from we each other. We don't need space at all. We don't need <laughs> I'm going to go in this room, you go in that room. But there was just no place to do that. Well, you could have gone to the bedroom and I could have stayed in, in the, the bathroom. <laughs> like, it was just a logistical question. It wasn't necessarily a relationship question. Well, what I'm saying is like we were looking at other places, but then I told you, I was were like, we? why? 
yeah. are you looking at other places for me? No, no, no. When we were talking about your lease was coming up, and this was like three, four months prior, we started talking about it, and we were looking at places in Brooklyn and we in Manhattan. We never saw a place in Brooklyn. Not in person, online. Oh, that doesn't count. No, 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 it does, because we were looking at the prices, and we thought of like prices of movers. I was still paying for school and stuff. I didn't have money to waste. I was like, how about I just move in here? which we're going to save some money. We already know how much you pay. I'll help you out. I'll drop the payment for my apartment. It's going to be beneficial for both of us. And I don't have to keep running back home. And you're like, okay, let's do it. But it took us time and some back and forth and some Googling. Okay. For Chris and Nicole, all I'm saying is give a definitive answer one way or the other. I'm not saying... You have to move in together on decision day, although I think you should because otherwise you're taking a step back and you you guys know my thoughts on that. But make a decision. Say, we're not going to move in together on decision day. It's a little fast, but we will in three months or we will in six months. Let's have a plan. Let's have have a timeline. Let's have something to look forward to, something that is certain. Well, let me finish my initial thought, right? What they should do is to move into one of their places and let the other one go. And if anything happens, if they don't work out, well, one person will need to move out. Yeah, but Chris already fucked that up because he re-signed his lease. So let's move into Chris's place. Okay, but with the dogs, I don't know if that's possible. Just pretend that one of the dogs just visiting. Give the dog to us. I'll take a dog. <laughs> Sorry, walrus. You already talking about you don't want to take a dog? I'll take a dog. How many times do I say we can foster a dog? We can do dog for a week. We can, I always say. Oh, oh, oh okay. Oh, we're going to love a dog for a week and then we're going to give it away? That's the issue. That's the real issue. I'm not giving that dog away. But I'm telling you, I tell you all the time. I'm like, let's bring a dog. Let's foster a dog. So why don't we do it? I don't know. Why don't we? Well, I don't have time. Okay, then. All right. I'm busy. Guys, you see what I'm, I'm dealing with here? I'm busy. You guys see what I'm dealing with? Everyone wants a dog until it's time to take care I of the dog. I said I'm busy in the next three months, but. Okay. We'll revisit in three months. See that, Chris? See how easy that is? Let's revisit in three months. <laughs> well, I'm doing some education stuff, guys. All right. No- nothing is going to stop me from podcasting, so don't you worry. <laughs> she just might need an extra cup of coffee or whatever that is over there. Mm-hmm. The Modelo. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> Jasmine and Harris in bed. And you think, all right, let's see what's going on here. Eris is so monotone. They had just gone back from the retreat. And he's like, thank you for making the couple's retreat lit. He's not monotone. He's morontone. He's morontone. <laughs> yeah. Zero eye contact. Zero motion. Right? That's so creepy. It, That's so freaking creepy. And Chad does that too. No eye contact. I can't stand it. It's like someone is... It's like he's in pain when he has to talk. And what bothers me is that he brings up how Jasmine doesn't want to communicate. But when he does communicate, okay, maybe no one's pulling his teeth, although it sounds like someone is. It sounds like he's being forced. Every word that comes out of his mouth is just like, okay, you're making me talk. And I get it. Producers probably are saying, well, you got to have a conversation right now. Yeah. I know you want to go to bed, but we got to get this conversation. I wish... There was someone I could send up to Nashville for Jasmine, someone good. Mm, we don't have deserves. a lot of single. We have one single friend that uh, could go. Okay. Um, not Nashville. 
No, he would have to move to Nashville. Oh, got it. I know she she deserves she deserves better. They're starting to sound like a broken record oh. to me with the whole. Well, you just keep speaking up, Jasmine, and Jasmine's like, well, you just keep creating a safe space for me, Eris, and it's like, all right, less talk, more action. They need to say no on decision day, and I need her to say no first. I need her to be like, woman, women empowerment, you're a moron. I don't want to be with you because you treated me like shit. Yeah. While you are a shit, right? <laughs> a piece of shit. I was I was deciding whether I should say shit or just piece of shit. Ugh, Probably of the whole shit. Very aggressive. Probably the whole shit. Um, yeah, the whole she, poop. He's she, a poop. She should have the most confidence out of anyone. Oh my gosh! On this she's show, so I'll really I keep saying it all the time, but like she's so cool. She's so nice. But take away our opinion of her. She's objectively award winning. Oh yeah. Right. She's been handed. Trophies and sashes and tiaras, and she's objectively a winner. And, and I loved how she's fun. She's out there. She, I think she's a sexy looking girl. Yet she's reserved, but she's proud of that. She's like, I don't do any crazy sexual stuff. That's not me. Well, how does this like? Oh, like you didn't have a threesome. It's like, what are you doing with your life? I love it. Own up to it, girlfriend. You do you, and Addis just go away. Right? I really really don't like him. So cut to the pole dancing class. Yeah, you see, she's so good. She's doing some exercising, trying to be sexy. And Addis comes in with dollar, little dollar bills. She's just showing off at this point. Last episode, she climbed that large log. Now she's trying to shimmy up a fire pole. Like Now she's just showing off. Well, she is athletic. You very can ap- tell. Very you athletic. Can her, you can look at her and her and Gina. Gina's just trying her best. That Gina's probably, all of us in that moment. Exactly. I was just going to say, <laughs> it would probably be me trying. But the Jasmine owns up to it because, yes, yeah, she is a pageant queen. She knows what's up. She is a coach, so she can move her body yeah, she's a cheerleader. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She can totally do that. And there is Addis. Like, I heard she's doing a pole dancing, so <laughs> I was going to surprise her. And then I have a $20 bill so I can make it rain on her. Because <laughs> he goes, uh, finally she's doing something sexual. I've never seen her in this light. What light? A black light? Neon light? What light but is? She's not a stripper, Aries. This is a fit class. What light is this that you've never seen her in? Yeah. He did come prepared. He did make it rain. But even with all of that excitement and sexuality, he could barely crack a smile. Even oh, that, yeah. He's zero fun. No, he's absolutely zero fun. And he portrays himself as this, like, sex guy. But it's like, are you really? Well, are you really? Well, you keep leading me into these next segments. Well, then the pleasure chest arrives. And DP's like, well, finally they get to the point that we can send them the feather package. <laughs> Feathers, <laughs> handcuffs, blindfolds, and Eris, into this, says, all right, put the blindfold on. And he massages Jasmine's feet. And, like, I think the stripper class worked because he's fired up now. He's aroused now. This is the first time he's ever done something for Jasmine. It's usually her feeding him grapes and massaging him. True. But he's asking her, he's like, all right. So, do you want to be a dominatrix? Yeah, maybe. Okay, um, slap me. Harder. Slap me. Harder. He's like, he's like, turn me on. I'm like. This was like a little creepy. 
right? Yeah, the, he is creepy. This was a little. This was a little far. Although, I think Jasmine took as much, if not more, pleasure in being able to finally slap. Oh, I would punch him. Finally <laughs> slap. Yeah, you probably cream in his shorts, but that. <laughs> That was a moment where they're like, all right, they're both having fun. We're both having fun. Now I get to slap Eris. He's apparently turned on by this. Yeah. It was it was a lot for nine o'clock on a Wednesday. I mean, Addis is like, well, I'm a very sexual person and I was looking forward to Meditech, so I'm, I don't know what it what it feels like yet, but what what do you mean? Like Meditech is still sex. You can do whatever you want. He's also not doing anything to facilitate a sexual yeah. relationship. He's just being a bump on a log. He's not engaging with his wife. He's saying he's not attracted to her. He's not trying. And then you're like, well, yeah, I don't know. No sex, not getting into it. It's like, try maybe a little bit. Don't just ask to be slapped around. Yeah, he's like, well, like, we're getting there. Like, sometimes like you like touch hands or. Okay, well, you seem to like it. Why don't you make the move? I feel like she's waiting for you after you made 59 comments about her not being attractive. Right. right. Why would she make the move? Exactly. Exactly. Well, let's go to this medium because uh, that was interesting. Yes. Have you ever done that? Me? Yeah. I feel like we have this conversation every time there's a psychic on these shows. No, I've never done it. I would. Well, Well, here's the thing. She wasn't just a psychic. I went to a psychic. She was a medium. That's different. Mm. Mediums talk to dead people. That's different. I haven't done that. I don't this. think she did, though. She, what are you talking about? She did talked she? to his great-grandmother. At first, she's like, write your name down, uh, just so I don't mess it up. But did you really miss bad, the ghost? Really bad, really did you bad miss the ghost? Yeah, I missed the ghost. Okay, I'll tell you about the ghost, right? Let me yeah. go. Let's go through what okay. happened, though. Okay. They write their names down, and then she looks at the way they wrote their names, and she's like, oh, okay. Uh, judging from your J, you're strong and powerful, but you question a lot. You, you fear failing. And then, oh, judging by the way you wrote your name, you're you're strong and you're confident. Huh? How is this? A, what does this have to do with anything? How is this it's a medium? Not. He's just, she's just saying things they want to hear. Exactly. If you always say something good and then you add something a little bad, everyone's like, oh, yeah, that's me. Or if you talk to the <laughs> producers before they come in, they'll get some good insight. Well, here's the ghost, right? She's like, okay, Ares, uh, there is someone who's holding a plate of food, a soup. Okay, this isn't well, a ghost. Yes, it is. Walking towards you, kissing your, kissing your forehead. Who is she? <laughs> Who is this? My great grandmother. Yes, and she goes like, she wants you to know. That she wants you to be it's happy. It's a ghost. It is a freaking ghost. No, it's not. So what is she doing there? She, she, she died. I know, but isn't a ghost like actively in the room with you? Yeah. I think she was just connecting somehow to another dimension. No, she was there. She was? Yeah, the grandmother was like, oh. tell him that I'm getting the soup and tell him who this. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part was like, Oh, yeah, your great-grandmother. She likes Jasmine because of her very old-fashioned energy. You see her on the pole, Grandma? (laughs) See that old-fashioned? Oh, I'm sure Grandma's watching. (laughs) Here's the thing. I don't know. I I would be interested to do that. I would love to talk to my grandpa and be like, what up, Grandpa? How is it going? But at the same time... Your grandpa speaks English now? (laughs) No. I would talk to him in Czech, obviously. Uh Uh-huh. 
But you're like, yeah, some mash. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Get it a check. Exactly. Uh-huh. But I don't know if this meeting would somehow come back and say said something that would be so true that only I would know. Oh yeah. I would not be able to sleep. Uh, I would be like uh, high freaking, risk. I would be like freaking grandpa here with us all the time. High risk, high reward. I feel like uh, yeah. I'm on the fence. I I would lean. If you made me say one way or the other, I'd say bullshit. But I don't not totally ruling it out. I don't rule. I don't rule it out at all. I just I do have a certain amount of respect for these kinds of things. I don't know if I fully embrace it, fully believe it, but I do. There is a part of me that I just don't want to even go there because I think that would mess up my mind. Potentially. Here's an idea, though. Have her write down her decision day predictions and let's open them on the reunion. Are they going to say yes? Are they going to say write down your predictions, medium, and let's open them on decision day. Let's open them on the reunion. Let's see how good you are. Even better. Ask great grandma what she thinks. I don't care what she thinks. What do you mean? I want to know if she can predict the future. Write down your predictions. True. I don't know why you're having a hard time with this test. Well, I'm still onto the ghost, so. It's not a ghost. It was a ghost. There was a ghost ghost on camera. (laughs) What are you talking about? The great grandma was there. I don't know if you're bullshitting me or not. No, I'm not. I'm literally like, how did you miss it? You saw a ghost on TV? You know that ghosts are transparent, right? Oh, we need to take a break. <laughs> we need to take a break. I need to give Teresa some water or something. <laughs> a cold compress. <laughs> some smelling salts. What are you talking about? I don't know about? what's happening over there. I think John is possessed. <laughs> <laughs> what? You're, po- you're possessed. <laughs> you say it. Possessed. <laughs> <laughs> My English is out of control. We're going to take a quick break. Okay. We're going to tell you about our sponsor for this episode. <laughs> Woo! We'll be back in a second. And we're back with <laughs> what might be our last episode of this podcast ever. Why? Teresa and I literally took a break. Literally got into an argument over whether there was a ghost or not on screen a and fun argument guys a fun argument mm-hmm. and Therese was like there was a ghost what are you talking about i'm like there was literally a ghost yeah there's a ghost on screen so they're talking to you saw the ghost no did they say ghost no they said grandma i'm like exactly it wasn't a ghost it was a grandma but she doesn't live i know ghosts are transparent have you seen the movie ghost no. It kind of appears. With Patrick Swayze? Yeah. It's no. beautiful. I had nightmares after I it. I heard it's, uh, it's beautiful. I had nightmares. Well, um, I was like seven and then I was like, there's a dead guy coming back doing pottery with her. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I've not seen that movie. But nothing was settled in that break. But all right. What are you going to do? Let's well, move. we're going to move on. That's Let's what we're going to do. Roll that swell dog footage. It's Gina, Clint, and Hank. And it's Clinton Hank just getting some coffee and uh, some pup cup. A pup cup is it's a beautiful thing. It is, but is it good for dogs to get freaking whipped cream? I don't know what it was, but if it is truly a pup cup, I feel like it's been made specifically for dogs. You think every Starbucks has shit for dogs? Yeah, you think that was a Starbucks? Yeah. He did get a pumpkin 
cream cold brew. Exactly. Starbucks. I know that Starbucks does do this for dogs. For pop, pop cups? Yes. That's Starbucks thing. It's such a great business model. But you get it for free. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. But it's like, it's a whipped cream. Purely whipped cream. I think so. Hmm. I wonder if maybe sometimes if I'm sitting in the back in the car, if you can ask for if a I can get you a pop cup. Yeah. Wouldn't hurt to ask, right? They're asking for tips now. So I know, the, the, the least fuck? I could do is ask for and sorry anyone who works at Starbucks, but really? Tips for what? That I so instead of spending six dollars on a coffee, I'm gonna be spending nine now? Get I, out of it. It's here. a little outrageous that that they're asking for for tips. I can understand a tip jar. I can understand making it easy. But like they're literally saying like dude now like after you pay, okay, and do you want to add a tip? It's like now I just feel bad. But should I feel bad that I just spent so much money on coffee? Here's a trick. Just do it online and pick it up. They ask online. They ask yeah. on, your, on your phone. Yeah, I always ignore it. I pretend I don't see it. If I find out that they're being underpaid, I'll feel bad that I'm not tipping. But in my mind, these coffees are so expensive that these so expensive. That these baristas are making more money than we are. Well, here's my here's my thing in a way. We go up there, we pick it up, they make it. I don't think that actually the latte for six I pay six dollars for costs six dollars. No, of course not. The the fat cats up top, the CEOs, they're getting Well yeah, but the guys need to get some money, I guess. But they should be getting we tip I'm the king of the 20% tip minimum. Teresa yells at me because even if you do a shitty job, I'm giving you minimum 20%. I am the 20 to 25% if you do a great job. If you're mean to me, rude to me, you keep forgetting my stuff and you give me an attitude, why would I tip you 20%? Well, because I'm with John all the time, you're going to get it regardless. Yeah. And so I'm all here. I'm here for the tip, but. That you never learn. Imagine yeah. if you do a shitty job, you give them 5%, you leave a note. If you leave a note, they'll learn. If you I leave always 5%. wanted to leave a note. And you're like, no, that's so bad. I'm like, if someone's very rude to me, I don't go out and spend my money to have someone to give me an attitude over things and then don't provide what I ask for. I make that money. I work hard for it. When I spend it, I want to spend it well. I want to enjoy it. And if you come and you're super nice and you have a positive attitude, I'm all for it because you are adding to my experience. If you're Debbie Downer, you you mess up my beer four times and then you have an attitude about it. Why would I tip you 20%? Did you do a good job to deserve it? No. All right. Return to the Mac. <laughs> Mac is back. He's at the gym with Clint. Clint, shout out to that Jamaican gift shop tank top that he's still wearing. And oh boy, Mac. Here we go. Cracking the Mac. The crack is starting to show. The Mac is starting to show. We're, we're seeing the real deal. But only to the cameras, only not to, to Clint. The, right. And so to the camera, he's like, well, I'm surprised Mac and Gene aren't attracted to each other because they're both good looking. And all right, so far, so good. I think we would all agree to, to that. But then he takes it a step further. And he's like, kind of wish Gene and I were matched. We have a lot in common. We're both entrepreneurs. We don't party that much. And I think we're both attracted to each other. No. Oh, boy. Well, we don't know. They could be. I mean, he is. He is. She's not attracted to Clint. Yeah, I, she, I don't get it. I think I literally think it's because of that one comment. It goes all the way back. All the way back to that one comment that he just messed up. Right, right. We'll we'll get into that a little bit when the experts come, but yeah, I I think you're right because 
they showed them having a good time at the wedding and kissing and being touchy-feely. And that was all PC, not Pastor Cal, pre-comment. Yes, <laughs> that's very true. And when they asked him about it, like, oh, but it was like, kind of like an out-of-body experience. It's like, no, if you weren't attracted to each other, you wouldn't do that. How right. many couples did we see that kind of like it, Kirsten and Shaq, they weren't really touchy-feely, yeah. right? You guys were. You were doing all that because I think at once upon a time, there was some attraction. You liked each other. And then Clint fired up this freaking comment. Oh, and Clint. then and I get it. Like it hurt her ego. And she's, she sees him differently. Yeah. I get it. I absolutely get it. We always said you can forgive, but you won't forget. No, but it was rude. It was it was bad what he said. I I felt for her, and I feel like they could have a good relationship. But I don't see. She's a very proud woman. She has her business. She is so into that. She feel you know she worked hard for what she gets. So I don't think her getting shit from Clint is something she's just gonna take and move on. Absolutely. Like, it will stay with her. Absolutely. And then, so Mac asks Clint what he sees in his future. And he's like, well, I have a lot of sailing regattas, so I'm going to take some time off. I'll just be living life. I think I think he meant with Gina. Clint, like, what do you see in the future with, <laughs> with you and Gina? And you could see a huge smile on Mac's face that Clint didn't mention Gina in the future. Well, he kind of did because he was like, well, and if Gina's part of that, we'll see. If. Right. Well, yeah, look at the relationship. He cannot be saying, yeah, me and Gina are going to go and sail off to the sunset. Like, they're not there. If they're like, oh, hey, I'm throwing a party with my buddies inviting Gina. I'll be like, yeah, because she's your buddy. I can see them being friends. Yeah, and they live in the same building. Yeah. So it's good that they are friends. I can literally see them being friends. But I don't see them being anything more because of his comment. I kind of thought, and we keep dancing around the fact that the experts showed up later, but I kind of thought that PC was going to lay it down and say like, okay, well, do you just want to end it today? Because, yeah, they're close to the end. And, and Five days before, please. I think they would just write it out because, well, we're not quitters. We're going to see it through. But, yeah, the writing's on the wall, I think. I mean, they asked them before and they said, no, let's give it a shot. So True. So, all right, Clint's big day. From this G- is America, Jonathan. This is not England or Australia that people go nuts. I think that's a Maths UK reference, but I, yeah. I don't understand the show. I, I somewhat understand the reference, but yes, it's very confusing all around. All right, Jesus to Bradley Cooper. Why isn't Gina the one cutting his hair? Thank you. I thought, okay, this is a bonding experience. This is fun. Gina can show her work. I don't think she specializes in men's hair. I don't think she specializes in gingers. Ooh. Didn't she say, she's like, no, some some of my hairstyles specialize in ginger. I think it's a a fine word to use. I think she may be, and this is how I look at it. If he didn't like it and it would be her doing the haircut. That's a great point. This way she's like, hey, I have a good buddy. He is a barber. He specializes in man haircuts. He can give you, give you the best haircut ever. I'll just be there for support. So if it sucked, Gina, Gina could have been like, oh, oops, yeah. I mean. Nah, yeah, I wasn't the one who did it. That's a good point. Yeah. So eight years since he's been to a stylist and he goes, well, here's what I'm looking for. I'm an outdoorsman, you know, sailing, hiking. 
I like it long because it's easy to take care of that way. Bullshit, is it? If you want it easy so you can go hiking, shave your head. It's a vibe when you hike. It's a vibe. But he didn't say that. He's like, it's easy. I'm an outdoorsman. It's easy. No, it's not. Shave your head if you want it easy. Buzz your hair if you want it easy. You're you're trying to send out the vibe. You have this image in your head, and that's totally fine. We all have an image in our head, but own it. Yeah. Right? So he gets his hair cut. I find it very calming watching people get their hair cut. Really? Oh. I hate it. The, ha- the hair, the wet strands between the fingers, the scissors just... I hate it. I love it. I hate going to the hair salon. Because well, you're there for 19 hours. Absolutely hate it because it gets awkward after 15 minutes. I'm not a very chatty person if I don't know you, especially if you're putting aluminum foil all over my head. I can't hear you. There is so many other like hair dryers going on. I'll give it's, you that. It's so freaking awkward. So we get to the point of like, how was... How was your weekend? She's like, you get to that point. That's my opening line. So she and I was like, how was your weekend? She goes like, well, I think we're gonna go to see my my husband's family for Thanksgiving. And I'm like, this is all of my hair appointments. What else do you give me? If you have other fodder, give it to me because that's what I leave. Well, with. I'm, what I'm telling that's, you is that's like, my we, don't a material. we don't hear each other. Oh, we don't hear each I other. I know. And, and so we've, we've already given it to Starbucks employees, hairdressers and, and hairstyles. I know you guys are listening and I'm, this is no surprise to you, but the hair dryer, the, the trying to conversate while the hair dryer is going right? is the equivalent to the dentist who has tools in your mouth trying to have a conversation. They do that too. It's, we're fine to take a breather. We're fine to, to press pause on the conversation for a few minutes. The only time I won't talk, and I feel like I've set this precedent so my stylist knows, because we're talking when I sit down. We're talking when she's blow drying. We're talking when she's cutting and styling. The only time I do not talk is when she's shampooing my hair well she's doing that too i do not this is my moment of zen i do like it i do this like is, it. I, shh, I close my eyes so i, I think that too. sends a vibe i do too i sometimes fall asleep i think that sends a message you'll fake a snore so my my hair my hair salon has the room that the washing stations are in is this zen room with like this uh, really uh, music <laughs> it's and you can like you have this little you have this little ottoman for your feet so you put your feet up yeah, I, got I fall asleep every single time. It's beautiful. And it's this Zen music. And then my How head are you there for? Because my, my home. About like 20. Oh, mine's like five. And then my head was like, oh, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, yeah, no. what? No, this is, this is me time. Exactly. Exactly, Teresa. All right. Knock, knock on the door. Who is it? Pepper and I. <laughs> <laughs> He's like. Who is he? Salt? Right? It's Pepper and I. PC's like Pepper and I came uh, came in to check on the couple. So finally, you exist. They're like, oh, oh shit! It's just a couple of days left. We should probably go see what's happening. Yeah. I really don't understand why they don't participate in this uh, in the past five plus seasons. It's it's been getting less and less. It's I don't get. I understood it. the COVID, I guess, but then they just stuck to those ways. Now they they check in twice a season. Yeah. And you can see how that's working for you the guys. The non-existing experts. DP's just there for a movie review. And she's like pissed that they didn't watch him. So did you watch my recos? Did you? Did you watch him? And Clint is like, oh. You did it? 
life life's busy and and she was like what if i told you i put two thousand dollars somewhere would you go <laughs> and like, clint is like absolutely yeah, it's like that's a completely that's not it's not equivalent at all she sorry pepper you can't be MIA for seven weeks, then swing by with a couple DVDs and be upset when the people don't watch them. Also, I mean, I've heard the list of the movies. I still don't understand what she was trying to achieve. Those are not the rom-coms if she's going for that. I don't know what she's going for. Even I don't know. Even if they were rom-coms, it's a movie. So is the is the exercise spend quality time together in bed or on a couch and, and watch something for two hours? Or is it watch, you'll learn something because it's a movie. Unless there is a rom-com about a hairdresser who goes on a vacation and falls in love with a with sailboat tour guide. Uh, you're, you're naming every Adam <laughs> Sandler, Jennifer Aniston <laughs> yeah. movie, I think. Then... Yes, like what is this list, Pepper? Yeah, so basically it comes out that, no surprise, we're friends, right? We haven't progressed past friends. We have friendly feelings, but nothing more. And so DP says, well, what do you guys want out of life? Is it is that you want different things and those things aren't compatible? And Clint's like, well, the, the lines blend and they deviate, but we have a lot in common. That's not the problem. And PC says, so what's the problem? It's the physical. Yeah. And it's, Clint almost says it as, yes, yeah, the physical, but I don't buy that he's not attracted to her. He is, but uh, if you, listen, if you. I do. I buy it. I think, she's, she, I think she's very good looking. Very good looking. I'm somewhat attracted to her. But what? I'm somewhat You're attracted. not supposed to be attracted to anyone else. No, no one anywhere near as much as I'm attracted to you. No, you should not be attracted to anyone. Take it back. I'm not attracted to her. I'm just trying to be nice. Good. Um, <laughs> no, I I find her attractive, but I could. See, she's not. She's not. I was just gonna say that's fine to say. Oh, you can find people that's attractive. What I mean. You cannot say I'm attracted. Oh, to them. I'm not attracted. No, I it's don't like fall asleep thinking about her. But yes, I find her attractive. Yeah, she's, she's, she's an attractive looking. person. Yes, but. I could see how someone is like, oh, no, she's not my type. But I would debate them if they said she's unattractive. You see what I'm saying here? She's, I think people, I think most people would say like, yes, she's an attractive person. But maybe not my type. Maybe not what I'm looking for. Well, maybe everyone not my has ideal. a different, here's the thing. Everyone has a different type. And that's why I'm surprised they didn't get drunk and bang. Because that's, that's who you get drunk and you bang. It's like, yeah, she's attractive. I'll bang her. You Not don't drunk you, and bang a guy who said no, stuff you about you that you 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 were hurt by. I some women would, and I don't want to speak for women. Some people would to revalidate themselves. Oh, you said that about me, but now I've gotten you to have sex with me, so that now you've revalidated me. Some would, but I'm with you. Not Gina. She's got too much self confidence. I think she's not gonna she's not gonna give it to Clint. Yeah, he, he, he fucked up and I don't know. I have guy friends. I'm, they're all in check. I used to have a lot of guy friends that I've never been attracted to. Never. There was nothing, never anything between us. Right. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't married to them. But I can see how if you are friends with someone, how you would never look at that person any other way. 
Yeah, I, I disagree. I think you could start as friends, nothing but friends, and grow attraction. You see, like, that's interesting to me because I don't think I could do that. I think, like, meeting someone, being attracted to them, and then becoming friends while you build this relationship. And I know that's what you you and I have, but I like it. I don't I don't think I could be friends with someone and a year or two later be like, oh, you're good looking. I like you. Oh, it happens all the time. Well, I know it does. I'm yeah. just saying, like, for me, I don't think I could wrap my mind around it. Okay. Um. So... Here's the thing. Gina, on top of the attraction thing, doesn't feel like a wife. Clint makes this whole point and takes this stand of, oh, I do thoughtful things for Gina, although the only thing he could really come up with is cooking, which I would have said, oh, yeah, like that's really sweet that he does. He cooks for her. He cooks for them. But she makes a great point, and then you sit back and you go, oh, she's so right. He does that for himself. He does that for everyone, and he did it for everyone on the retreat. So? So it's not an act of love specifically for her. Well, it is. If let's say. Oh, he loves doing oh, it. I love cooking too. So you never feel like I do it for you? I, I feel like you do it for me a lot. I feel like you do it for us mostly. Well, yes. At this point, absolutely. But, but I, you don't. But I've never seen you cook for anyone as much as I've seen just on these past few weeks. Clint cook for groups of people and because that's his passion that's what i'm saying he's doing it because he likes cooking for people True, not but, because he but, likes doing something nice for his but wife if he goes home and thinks okay she loves penne a la vodka i'm gonna make it for her tonight that's thoughtful it's not like okay i feel like making fish tonight i think that's a good night for fish hopefully she'll like it if she goes out of his way and makes something he knows she likes that's thoughtful. But is he? I don't know that he is. I think he's making his menu. I don't know. She said she loves his cooking. I think he's making his menu. I think he's doing it because he likes the act of doing it. And I also think it all comes back to their friends. Right. Exactly. Exactly. But she was just making a point. And when he said, I cook, I said, yeah, he does cook. Isn't that sweet? And then she clarified, yeah, but he cooks for everyone. And I go, that's true, too. So I, I see your point. Then she kind of spirals, though. Not spirals, but starts rattling off a whole list of things that caught Clint a little by surprise. Mm-hmm. His his personality traits and his sense of humor and how he's so outrageous and she gets secondhand embarrassment by it. That surprised and offended Clint. And I'm with him, kind of. Yeah, don't just... Spew that out at the last minute. Yeah. And it's, I think, I'm curious why she said it because she has fun with him. But again, I think she has fun. And when he does crazy shit like this, she, she enjoys it because he's her friend. Right. She doesn't see him as a potential husband. But when she does think about it, that's probably not what she wants her husband to do. 100%. And we say it all the time. We're reflections of each other. Oh, yeah. If we go to dinner, if we go out with friends to a work event, we are reflections of each other. And Clint is a reflection of Gina to a point. It's less so because they didn't choose each other. They were matched. So it's not like, really, you chose this person? No, DP and PC chose them for me. But 
you're a reflection of your partner and that's why she gets secondhand embarrassment but it's less so it's more acceptable because they are just friends yeah but it was a lot it came out all at once and poor clint sitting there just thinking i i thought all i needed was a haircut and everything would be fine <laughs> apparently he needs a personality change and then yeah. maybe things would be fine listen i like clint i think he's he's a fun dude i think if she forgot about the one comment. I'm not saying she should, but if she did, I think he could bring her out of her shell. Yeah. Because she's very, she's not as fun as he is. She's very business focused, very driven, which is great. I think he's driven too, but I also think he likes to have fun, mm -hmm. which is something that Gina doesn't do. And that's the classic, well, this is why we matched you, because you're a little in your shell and we need him to bring you out and you're a little too wild and we need her to ground you and that's why they matched. But it makes people. sense it does on the make, paper. It does make sense. And it would have made sense if Clint wasn't a moron, yeah. didn't get drunk and didn't say that she's bigger than he's used to. Not that's great. such a bad comment, especially because she's not. not like great. it's. It's such a bad comment, and it was so unnecessary that... Well, it'd be worse if she was, but yes, it's bad either way. Absolutely, 100%. <laughs> but it, there was no reason for him to say that, and he did, and I think that really hurt him. Yeah, for sure. Well... All right, last couple of the episode. Kirsten and Shaq. Kirsten and Shaq. Kirsten's hanging out with her bro, and I missed the name. William. William. I can't tell if she's on the fence about this relationship or if she's made up her mind and she's just kind of running out the clock. She says she's 50-50. I know, but do you buy it? I think I think she wants to be in, but I also think she reads him and she doesn't want to be the one who's more into this. So I think she wants. I think she wants Shaq to give her more attention, to show her more love, to have the deep conversations, and she would be happy. The big issue for Shaq is the lack of connection he's for getting. Kirsten. No, no, no. The big issue with Shaq is the lack of connection he's getting with her family. Oh yeah. Okay. Now, there's a multitude of reasons for this. Potentially. But the two that come to my mind of why the family is so distant, and we see it, the dad's not going to be there, the brother's not going to hang. Two possible reasons. One, okay. cameras. I don't want to be on TV. Yeah. But, but brother was already on camera, so he's okay with it. Mom shows up, she's fine with it. Two, off camera, in private, Kirsten is telling them, this is, I'm not feeling it, it's not going to work out. And so they're saying, why would I waste my time? Yeah. So there may be more to this than just, well, they're really busy people and they would love to meet you, but they can't. Their, their schedule's full. Maybe, and she's of course not going to say this, maybe she's being real honest with them about how she feels. And they're saying, why am I going to go on camera? Why am I going to waste my time and entertain this relationship if I know it's not going to work? Or she wants it to work, which I do believe, but she feels that Chuck is being a little distant he comes home. He doesn't talk to her really. Like we saw all these little snippets, and it's true. So she starts. Ah! No, she Eddie. starts. Fe sh she Ed starts. Sh Eddie, you could edit any. You could edit any of these couples. Sure, but the, let me to make those clips come to life. Okay. She feels like okay. He's not that into it anymore. Mm, I have a feeling she he might say no on decision day. Why would I involve my family if this? 
Because if he wants to say no, I'm going to say no. She's definitely the type of a person who is not going to be the one that's hurt on TV with her emotions. Like I think Jasmine would speak her mind and be like, I do want to stay married, but if, if he doesn't, that's fine. Okay, I think Kirsten just wants to keep her persona, be like, yeah, uh, I'm not into this. You seem, you're probably not into that. Well, neither am I. Okay. All right. Well, then we see Shaq FaceTiming his friend, Sherman. He's probably one of his mentees. Sherman, Sherman sounds like one of the dogs you were looking at on Petfine. Sherman, Brenda, Beverly, swell uh, names. He sounds Fun like names. that dude with the braces from American Pie. Sherman? Oh, Is yeah. Is that his name? Yeah. Sherman. The one with the red hair. Sherman. Was it Sherman? Sherman, yeah. Are you Sherman about that? Oh, yeah. Um, so Sherman obviously wants to know what's going on. Shaq says, well, we're at a tricky place. We're trying to vibe. We're growing, but I'm not sure we're growing together. And he wants those those vines to start connecting. Mm-hmm. And I love what Sherman said because he's like, in a perfect world, sure, that would happen fast because of this track you're on. But in reality, it's a lifelong journey. Yeah. And it was a really intelligent thing to say because it's true and sure sometimes right off the bat you're connected it's great but it is a lifelong journey a mentee becomes a mentor exactly you got that right (laughs) and then they talk about family and i never i guess understood why Shaq wanted the family to be so involved but he says well i want that joint family life I want to be able to go over there and hang out and just be one big happy family. And we got to start that relationship now. And so I get it. He wants to feel included in Kirsten's life and family. Which I get. Totally. Yeah. Totally. It makes sense. So then cut to the apartment. Shaq's cooking breakfast for dinner, I believe. Yes. But also shrimp. I think it was like pancakes and shrimp that I saw. Oh, I didn't see the shrimp. Yeah. But you guys put chicken on waffles, so I'm not surprised. Yeah, it's delicious. I don't I don't get it. You don't get chicken and waffles? I don't. I didn't I, get it until I, I get waffles. South. I love plain, if it's a good waffle, mm-hmm. it's crispy, a little bit of a powdered sugar. Yeah. Give me. Okay. Why would you put chicken on it? Uh, Give me a chicken on the side with some french fries. Sure. Why would you put it on a waffle? It's, uh, it's just a thing. You can't even eat it together. It's, no, it's you, not like no, a burger. No, you got to get the bite together. You get a little bite, a little yeah, fork but you have of to, waffle. Like, cut it properly. The it chicken always work. has a bone. It is a lot of work. It's too no, much I've for me. No, I've had it without the bone. And that's when it's dynamite. Get it without the bone. Not a big I'm with fan. you. Not, I'm not a fan of a bone with my waffle, but I'm a big it. fan of a chi- of chicken. Yeah. I'm a big fan of waffles. Yeah. Not together. All right. Well, you're not southern like I am. I've really embraced this culture. Oh yeah, you should do. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, Kirsten and Shaq, they're talking about getting the family together. Kirsten saying, "Well, it's the scheduling. That's why it's always so tough for them to come by." And this is when we get that nest footage. And how Shaq seems to be a little aloof and didn't know that Kirsten felt this way about Shaq and that there's no spark. And I don't get that feeling like you're happy to be here. And he's a little caught off guard. He's a little surprised. And one was like, okay, well, why have we never had a conversation about this? Why are you just bring this to me now it's sort of the gina clint thing mm. like really we're down to the wire and now you're telling me this so 
He's a little unsure where it's coming from. Mm-hmm. We see the footage. I, I say, I said it to you a minute ago. I'll say it again. You could take any of these couples and edit that same package together. It was like two seconds of Shaq walking in. Maybe he had to go to the bathroom. Maybe he wanted to change his clothes before he sat True, down. True, but I still like to think of Mavs being more real than other reality TVs. Yeah. But he seems like a, he doesn't have an eye contact with her. Like they yeah. have these bland conversations, like like nothing. Really, they don't really talk about anything unless Shag wants it. She doesn't. She always talks about how she wants to have deep conversations, but then she doesn't have them exactly. on her own. So I, I don't see them saying yes on decision day, but I see more of a relationship here than with Jasmine and Eris. Oh, for sure. So then we get them at church, and I say, "Hey, God's the ultimate expert." DP and PCR basically no shows. So get a little God intervention if you need. Right? They want faith to be a part of their relationship. So, yeah. But sh- yes, they do. What Shaq wants is I almost feel like he's trying to recreate his childhood in a way. How so? Like, he was like, Yeah, I, when I was a kid, I used to go to church. I used to do this. I want to keep that going. Like, I don't think she's that religious. Huh. I don't know. I don't know. I, I couldn't tell. It did kind of come out of left field that we're going to church now. Yeah. Um, but apparently, faith has played a big part in their life and in this relationship, and they pray for it. So they need all the help they can get. Why not go to the big guy? I guess. Why not go to the big guy? Why not go to Lavanda? All right, let's go to Lavanda. Mother Lavanda shows up, Kirsten's mom. Here's the sad part, right? The family was supposed to show. Sad part. It's just Lavanda. William bailed. Dad was not going to come from the start. So, yeah, and you can tell Shaq is so bummed. And they did this little editing trick where I was like, oh, shit, Lavanda's not even going to show because they're like five minutes Eight minutes. Mm. Finally, she showed, but you can tell, not good enough for Shaq. He wanted a full, he wanted standing room only. Although, they are being besties. He talks to her a lot. He's like, blah, 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 blah. At first, I was like, okay, he's not doing that great. He's not really making eye contact. He's kind of monotone. But he did, he he got some personality. And yeah. Then, and then I was like, Kirsten's not talking. She's not saying anything. But then finally, she chimed in. So it's like, all right, it's not bad. He, he's doing okay. What I like w- about this is what Shaq was saying about the walls. And I was mm. like, I was like, that's so good. Another brick in the wall. Yeah. He was like, when I met Kirsten, she had this wall. And I helped her to take the wall down brick by brick. But then I realized that I used those bricks to build my own wall. I know, but... So good. It's so good, but... So good. But be weary of people who are that convincing with their words. I think it was good. I do too. But was it premeditated? Had he been thinking about it? A little too smooth. A little too smooth. He to is smooth. He's a mentor. He is a mentor. He basically does this for a living. He is a mentor. Anyway. Well, what mom says is, let the expectations down. Let them go. Things aren't going to happen the way you want them to happen. And I'm like, 
All right. This is a little this is a little depressing. And then she goes, you're always going to be let down. And I go, all right, well, that's too far. <laughs> you're always going to be let down? How about like, yeah, be, be prepared because you might be let down sometimes. Well, she was like, just let your walls down, relax, enjoy each other, breathe. She does say, and she's right. She goes, you got it. It's all about living, not expecting. I like that too. And and it kind of, it goes back to something. One of the experts said, I forget, Devon, I think, when he was like. He loved Devon. Oh, loved Devon. It's about those those silent expectations that people yeah. have. And, and you're setting yourself up for failure with silent expectations. So communicate live stop expecting but the whole you're always gonna be let down sounds a little too sad for me yeah a little too sad a little too sad that's it though that's where the episode ended yeah we're getting there we one, one more to go before one, d-day one more to go i think so unless we have that weird thing that starts think, at 7 p.m should i just look it up do it. Do it. Right. Do it right now. TLC schedule. You guys are getting a lot of BTS on this episode. It's B- not TLC's lifetime. Ah, see? Maybe that's why I got a wacky schedule. Lifetime schedule. Here we go. Lifetime schedule. Hold on. Wants to use my current location. I'll allow it. <laughs> lifetime TV schedule. Here we go. Let's scroll over to Wednesday, May 10th. Sounds about right. Scroll down to the old 8 p.m. time slot. Oh, Married at First Sight is there. So I lied to all of our friends at the top of the show. Well, hopefully they listen to us all the way at the end. Yeah, 8 and then 9.30. Maybe I went, did I go to the following Wednesday? Following Wednesday, The Closer. What's the closer? Oh, no, it's a different show. It's 8 8 (laughs) a.m. Anyways, guys, check your local TV guide. You don't need me. Yeah, and and keep us posted because we do need you. Yeah. All right. That is that. Make sure you guys are following us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. Join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Married to Reality. We got that love in paradise over there. So good. What a season. Patreon.com slash Married to Reality. Make sure you guys are following the podcast right here, right now. It's so easy to do. You look down, you smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's... Is hot. Is the pop cup? Well, the pop cup's pretty the pop hot. Pop cup's pretty hot. Well, it's not too hot. It's gonna melt. But I yes. feel like I'll ask for a pop cup yeah, next for, time. I'll pretend I have a dog yeah. somewhere in the back of my car. Yeah, for the pop cup. All right, and thank you again for the reviews. If you haven't left one, please do. We love the love. We do love right. the love. That is it. I've said it all. You said it all. I've said it all. You've I've said, said too it much. All. Too much, as always. That means we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye bye. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. 
Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.